Today's message is entitled, Are You Protected? I'll say it again. Are you protected? We will be in John 10, St. John 10, verses 1 through 10. We'll be in St. John 10, verses 1 through 10. Let me share this with you today. Please, please don't be naive. There are people and things that are out there to steal what you have. Every business needs a lock. Every business needs an alarm system, right? Every business needs a camera or gates or bars on the windows. Well, why? To protect the value of the product. And so today, I want us to understand in the family business how we understand that God wants to protect his business. And the way he protects his business is by providing a security system to protect those of us who serve him. We have learned in Corinthians that we have this treasure. The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. So if we have treasure in us, then what are we doing to protect it? (laughs) You're going to walk around with the gifts, the valuable treasure that God has given you, and you don't have an alarm system on it? There are people who literally want to bankrupt you by stealing what you have. There are people who know you're blessed. There are people who know you're gifted and they want to rob you. Has anyone ever been robbed? Has anyone ever experienced a thief? I remember my mother walked up to Savon's at that time, wasn't Rite Aid, you know, or Walmart or It was Savon's, and she walked up the street just to get something. She came back home. She was frantic. Somebody had robbed her. But the thing that got me about that, the guy said, give me your ring. And she said, I ain't giving you my ring. Mama said, you ain't getting my ring. And guess what? The ring stayed on the finger. Now, I like to think that mama's not that bad. I mean, she's tough, but she ain't that bad. I would like to think that there's something about the security system of God that allowed that request to remain intact. And what I'm sharing with you today is that we must do all that we can to protect what God has put in us. Somebody ought to say, God protect what you have put in me. God protect what you have put in me. Because what God, listen, 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 Lisa, what God has put in us must be delivered to those he wants to save. So God wants to preserve what he has in us so that we can deliver what's in us 
to the people who need to receive it. So let's read our text for today. Let me show you what the text says. Let's go through it. The text says, John 10, 1 through 10, most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some of the way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Oh man, I don't get it. Explain it, Jesus. Verse seven, then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and find pasture. The thief comes, does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. There are three things, there are three things that I noticed about this text when it comes to thieves and being protected. Three things I want you to understand about thieves, robbers, and what it means to become protected. Allow me to explicate them. Listen, the text says in verse one, most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way. Do you see that? Some other way. Anybody who comes some other way, the same is a thief and <laughs> a robber. The first thing I noticed about the text are the words, some other way. Ah, if I had time, I talk about the some other ways that people <laughs> have tried to come into your life. John 10 says the thief doesn't enter through the door. So I'm trying to give you an understanding that the people who come to rob you don't come through the right way. They come some other way. Can somebody say some other way? If people try to enter your life from anywhere other than the front door, they are a thief and a robber. I'm trying to tell you that anybody who doesn't approach you correctly, come correct, you know how they say? come correct. You better come correct. If they don't come correct, 
they are coming some other way. Look at this on the screen. Let me show you this. Some other way. Let me talk to you about some other way, meaning they don't come in the front door like they are supposed to. They are hopping fences, coming through windows, trying to back door, coming up through the flow, the attic, wherever they can. I want you to see that some of the way is not God's will. Watch this now. What are some other ways? Let me show you. The first one is, the first one is lying. Ah, lying about their identity. This is how people come into your life. Number one, some other way, they lie about their identity, meaning they're not being truthful. They're not who they say they are. They're lying. That's some other way. Number two, they're faking. People who come some other way are fakes, charlatans. In other words, they are claiming they can do something for you that they really can't. People who come to your life, I can, I can get this for you. I can do this for you. I can be your man. I can be your woman. I can give you this job. I can buy you a car. I can make you well. I can make you lose weight in 20, 20 minutes. I can all oh, the claiming they can do something for you that they really can't. I can get you into heaven. I can get you your credit. I can fix your credit. I can, I can be your boyfriend. I can be, I can do all this. I buy you a house. I get, I pay, I pay your apartment for you. Charlatans faking. That's called some other way. Number three, influencing, trying to meet you through another friend's trust. In other words, they are influencing you through somebody else. In other words, they are the voice behind the friend influencing you. It's called puppeting. It's called puppeting. Let me show you. Let me let me explain. Let me take a second to, to give you this one. It's called puppeting. Have you ever had a friend who is giving you something and, and it don't sound like them and you have this inkling that it's not them, but the friend, the enemy behind them is in their ear and they trying to get in your ear? That's called influencing. In other words, they are able to persuade you through someone else. In other words, they are puppeting your friend to accomplish getting into your life. The devil is a lie. That he going to get it he going to get into my life through a friend I trust. Ah, careful with your friends. Let me go back to my slide. And number 4, impostering. Somebody say impostor. You an imposter. You're an imposter. Not pasta you eat, but imposter. Number four, looking, listen, imposters, listen, watch this. Listen, Cynthia, an imposter looks like a sheep, but really is a wolf. Oh, <laughs> this impostering is insane. This impostering is insane where they actually look like, listen, they look like sheep. They're in sheep's clothing but they're really carnivorous wolves waiting for you to go to sleep, waiting for you to put your guard down, waiting for you to just slip up a little bit. 
you know, being all nice and cozy. Oh, yeah, girlfriend, come on, let's go eat. Let's go eat. All getting in good. Oh, you know, this is a good sermon. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm reading somebody's book right now. I'm reading somebody's journal. All up nice to you and all oh, they just friends. But wait, wait, wait till they get out of your sight. Pick up the phone, send a text. Girl, you know, I was with so-and-so today. I'm, yeah, I went by their house. You should see their house. It's a mess, girl. She trying to be all that. She ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. He ain't about nothing, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you, these are people who are impostering. Listen, I want you to understand that there are people who want to access you. So I ask you, how are people accessing you? How are people accessing you? Are you protected? That's what this sermon is about. To leave yourself wide open, even on social media, is a flaw in your security strategy. Do you know why when you download an app, apps have what's called permission? It means you give people, you give the apps permission to access your contacts, to access your phone call, to access your photos, to access all of these different things they want to access. So whenever you download an app, you try to get an app that doesn't ask for a whole lot of permissions. Now, my technology background, they now give you the option when you download the app, you can turn off the position when you go, the permission when you go to the settings, when you're not using it, you can turn it on only when you're using the app, blah, 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 blah. The point is you don't want to give people that much access to your life. Why? Because you can't trust everybody with the value of your treasure. And God says, if you're going to be a Christian who serves me in the family business, you need to be protected. Come on, teacher. God says you need to have some type of requirement, ah, God, about who can access you and when they can access you. Let me tell you this. Listen, let me tell you this. All this 24-hour access by text, Facebook, and and FaceTime, and and all this kind of stuff, you email, and don't nobody need 24-7 access to you like that. I'm telling you, you need a security system to shut it down after 10 o'clock, or you may leave one line open. Listen, in other words, those who are really close to you, they know how to get to you. In other words, you leave one or two lines open for the family and the close folk to get you, but the rest of the stuff you need to be protected. Now, let me tell you this, uh, folk will try to hack you. Uh, have you ever had anybody who wanted to hack you? They hack you by lying. In other words, they test a lie. They test a lie, not testify. They test a lie to see if you're going to fall for that lie. Oh, come on. Let me go back to my player days. Player, player. In other words, what I would do is go up to somebody. Never mind, let me not do this. Go up to some girl and I would say something to see if she bit the bait. If she bit the bait, then I'd continue on with the test of lie. My test of lie, the lie is working working and I end up getting the phone number. I'm telling you, people will come to you and try to test a lie to see if you're going to take the bait. 
I want you to know you have to learn how to have discernment. The Bible talks about discernment, being able to try the, peer, the, the spirits, to test the spirits, to see if they are of God, to be able to know who's trying to influence you, to know people well enough. Say, that ain't you. That ain't, that, uh, that ain't God. That's somebody else. That's some, wh- who you've been talking to. That ain't, don't bring that mess up in this house. I'm telling you, there are imposters who will come around, who looked apart, but they're really destroyers uh, by nature. The second thing I notice about the text is that the thief thief has three clear intentions. The thief has three clear intentions. So let's look at the next text, which tells us what they are. The text says, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So they are to kill, they are steal, and they are destroyed. It's very clear. They don't come except to. In other words, they don't. There's no other reason they are in your life other than to do these three things: to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So let's take a look at each one. Let me show you this: three clear intentions. The thief has three clear intentions. The first one is to steal. To steal means, to steal means to take away. In other words, they want to take away something from you. A thief who comes some other way wants to take something away from you. What has anyone tried to take away from you? I remember I was talking to a friend. I met a friend that I had seen in, in high school. We went um, uh, uh, to, to, to school together and I met up with them on Facebook and um, we're talking about them and said, oh, do you know so-and-so and so-and-so? And this person said, yeah, I know so-and-so. That person took my husband and 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 wrecked my life and blah, blah. I was like, oh, snap, my bad. I, but But listen, I'm telling you, there needs to be an understanding that everybody who comes around is not in your life to make sure you keep stuff. Some people are there to take it away. Listen, you can't be naive. And that's all I'm trying to get you to understand, that some people come into your life to take something from you. And if you don't protect it, if you don't guard it, you're going to lose your kids, you're going to lose your husband, you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your house, you're going to lose your sanity, you're going to lose your mind up in here, up in here. I'm telling you, there are people who want to take away your peace. Anybody understand what I'm saying? Can I get an amen? That there are some people who purposefully try to upset you and rile you up. So that's the first thing they do. They come to steal. Check this out then. Not only that, they come to kill. Now, to kill is a little different from steal. To kill, the word for kill is to kill by sacrifice. This killing is a killing by sacrifice. In other words, it is a sacrifice to slaughter. Watch this now. Listen, they, listen, the thief, listen. Oh, the thief, Shanika, will tie you to a stake and burn you. Ah, this thief, listen, watch this. 
This thief will make you the sacrifice. I'm preaching right now. These people put you out in front to be hurt. Ah, God, these people in your life won't protect you. These people will not take a bullet for you, but they will put you in front of the bullet. Yeah, they tie you. Listen, ah, here it is. This is good. Listen, Daddy Kane, listen to this. Listen, they tie you to things that will kill you. Oh, like a sacrifice, like as you say, they would tie you to the to the stick, to the burner, so you can burn in the fire. These thieves come into your life to tie you to stuff that will kill you. Oh, come on. Watch this now. Gangsters don't understand this. Gangsters and thugs don't know that the gang is a den of the devil. Why? Because watch this. Every crime you commit, every drive-by you do, every drug you sell, every jump-in you do, Every robbery you make is a way, God, listen to this, is a way the devil ties up young men and women to a stake for the rest of their lives. For every bad thing that is done in the gang and with the thugs, it ties you up to a past that sucks the life out of you. It keeps you from progressing. It keeps you from having a clean record. It keeps you from bad, good credit. It keeps you from being able to purchase a home. Watch this now. A sentence and a rap sheet keeps you a felon tied to your past until you die. You can't, not everybody gets their records expunged. Not everybody gets things taken away. I'm telling you, if you commit a series of bad things, that is the way the devil ties you to the stake so he can kill you. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? I'm saying, watch out. Ojo, ojo, caramba, behold, look, see, pay attention. There are people who say, you do it. Listen to this. Girl, do this, do this. You You should try this. But they won't do it. Be weary of people who ask you to do something that they aren't willing to do. Hello, somebody ought to say amen. Thank you, Jesus. Be weary of people who ask you to do something, but they aren't willing to do it themselves. Look here. I'm telling you, I'm giving you some tips, y'all, that the thief comes to steal, and then he comes to kill. He or she comes to, to steal to kill, and now they come to destroy. Check this out. To destroy, oh, this is juicy. Terry, Terry, are you you on here, Terry? Tell Romeo, listen to this. This thief that has the nerve to try to destroy you. This thief wants to make you, listen, to destroy you means obliterate you to make you obsolete, non-existent. In other words, they want to make you invisible. That's different from killing. Killing means you still recognize. That means, oh, they mourn your death. They had your funeral. Oh, Cherry was such a good guy. But to destroy you means nobody knew that you were even here. The devil wants to erase your identity Mm. from the earth. The thief wants to steal your identity. Have you ever heard of LifeLock? LifeLock is, that's a business with, that's supposed to protect you from people 
who get your identity online. They get your password or something like that. There are people out there in the cyber world who want to steal your identity. Well, it ain't just the cyber world. Have you ever had somebody in your life who wanted to be you? Oh, oh, come on, Jonna. Some people are so obsessed with you, so jealous of you, so insecure in their personal lives that they want to snuff you out by taking ah, your place. Have you ever had a best friend and then somebody comes in and tries to take your best friend spot from your best friend? Oh, come on. They want to erase you. Oh, come on. And God says, are you protected? Come on, somebody. People will try to befriend you so they can be you. I'm going to say that again. People will try to get up next to you so they can be you. They want to assume your identity. They want your house. They want your car. They want your clothes. They want your life. They want your hair. They want your look. They want your swag. They want to be you. I'm going to tell the truth today. In some families, some people literally seek to hasten the death of a prominent family member so they can step in the person's life role. Why do you think people take out life insurances and there's so many scams going around? Because they want to get rid of somebody so they can sit in Uh, Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? I'm telling you that there are some people who realize that there is a head of the family. There is somebody in the family who is blessed. And let alone there's going to be an uncle, an auntie, a cousin, a brother, a sister, somebody in the family who is jealous and who does not want you to do well. So guess what? They try to remove your identity and take your place. Oh, the Bible talks about it too. His name is Lucifer. Satan, the devil, said, I'm going to be God. <laughs> that fool tried to say he was going to be God, take over what God was doing. He tried to assume the identity of God. Guess what? He got kicked right out of heaven. Why? Because you can't penetrate God's security system. God has a fortress in heaven that is on lockdown. You can try all you want to. That's why the Bible say, look here, you can you can do it. When he told Job, he said, you can do whatever you, you want up to Job's stuff, but you can't touch his soul. In other words, God keeps what he values on lock. I'm getting to it. Come on, come on, stay with me. I'm coming. People will steal your friends, people will steal your family, people will steal your blessings, how? Claiming they are you. Have you ever had some, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sometimes I would get alerts from businesses saying someone contacted us with your social security, saying that you, they were Cherry Smith. We're just calling to confirm. 
wait a minute. The devil is a lie. I ain't called no Apple store. I ain't been down to this business. That's a lie. Someone is trying to be Ah, come on. Are you getting this? You need protection from people who are trying to mimic you. Beware of people who who hang around you and then always start talking like you, who start dressing like you, who start getting friends like you, who start acting like you. People who can't be themselves around you don't need to be your best friend. They can be your associate, but they can't be in your inner circle. Why? Because my security, where my security requirements are set up, the way my security requirements are set up, I can only have certain people to come to the opportunity. I I got certain requirements. Listen, do you understand? Listen, I got to notice on my older computer, I got to notice on my older computer that they're about to release Windows 11. On my older computer, Windows 11 kindly gave me a message saying, your computer does not meet the requirements, the minimum requirements to get Windows 11. (laughs) 11. So please contact us if you want some help. In other words, it doesn't meet our security standards. So when I went to my new computer, my new computer said, oh, Windows 11 is rolling out. You meet the requirements. I'm telling you, you need the boldness (laughs) to send a message to some people and say, I'm sorry, boo. You do not meet the requirements to be on the inner circle of... (laughs) I cracked myself up. Listen, I'm telling you, you got to tell people you do not meet the requirements. And then you have to go to the other people and say, oh, you do meet the requirements. You have been faithful. You didn't tell what I told you over a year ago. You didn't try to backstab me when I left my wallet on the table or when I left stuff at your house. You didn't try to hurt me. You got to know who your Judas is and you got to know who your Peter James and John are. Come on, is anybody getting this? I'm telling you, there are people who want to destroy you by snuffing out your life. Check this out. Let me bring this on home. John 10.10 says, "Uh, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more uh, abundantly. I want to introduce you to a new security system And the security system is called the antithesis. Oh, the antithesis. That's what it is. It's the antithesis. Welcome to the thief antithesis. (laughs) I'm giving you a security program. I'm a salesman. I'm here to sell you thief antithesis. God says he is the antithesis (laughs) to the thief. In other words, he does the opposite of what the thief does. He comes, watch this now, the thief comes to steal, right? But God comes to add. Ah, uh, come on. Come on. The thief comes to steal, but God says, I come to give you life. In other words, listen, 
be listen people are always taken from you are not good for you but people who can add to your life as well as get the reciprocity those people are good for you the second thing then the bible said that the thief comes to kill well god said i came not to kill you but to give you life so he says i came that you might have life and that you might have it more what abundantly so god said thief antithesis come on somebody thief antithesis and thief antithesis here it is the thief comes to steal and to kill god says i came to add and to give life you won't die with god i came for you to breathe wait a minute wait a minute here's a third part of it the thief comes to steal the thief comes to kill the thief comes to steal to destroy you to take your identity and to wipe you off the map god says oh god this is juicy this is juicy sharon baby sister listen god says i came that you might have life and have it more abundantly so watch this instead of being erased from legacy instead of being erased from dynasty instead of being erased from the archives of life instead of being erased from the family business instead of being erased from being declared obsolete and put in a storage somewhere God said I'm going to lift your life up I'm going to give you life watch this and that more abundantly in other words where people didn't recognize you I'm going to make them recognize you in other words I'm going to take you from obscurity to notoriety God says when the devil would have made you lose all of your history God says I'm going to put it on a platform and let the world see it oh this is good preacher I'm telling you God wants you to know I came for you not to be locked up in a closet in a storage in the back somewhere crying over who raped you and what addiction you went through God said I came to change all that boo I am the thief antithesis I came to add to your life I came to give you life and I came to put you back on the map come on somebody ask Jesus put me back on the map Lord put me back in other words you need a security system and a protection system that will be able to apply these principles of the thief antithesis having good security means God can make big deposits Ooh, I like this Cynthia having good security means God can make big deposits. Ooh, nobody puts anything of value in a safe or a vault or a bank with no locks. Have you ever gone to stay at a hotel and if it's one of them uppity ones, it's a hotel that give you a safe. They say, would you like, Mr. Smith, would you like to lock up your, lock up your, your valuables? Look here, my watch ain't but $25, bro. I don't need no key. I don't need no vault. I'm telling you, but if you've got a Harry Winston, if you've got some necklace that's worth millions of dollars, God will, uh, I'm telling you, the value on your life is priceless. It is priceless. And God says you need to walk around like there's a vault in your name. People have security boxes all over the world. They've got levels of entry that man, eye scan your eye, thumbprint, keys, two signatures. You can't get in without the other person. I'm telling you to the degree of the protection on your life is to the degree that God would put valuables 
in your vault. And I'm telling you, some of you don't have valuables because you have no protection. And you keep asking God to bless you, but you won't put no boundaries in your life. You won't put no protection on your life. You let everybody be your friend. You take everything. You let everybody abuse you. You let people cuss you out every day. And God said, I can't put valuables in people who don't respect the vault. Ah, God will not add to you without making sure there is first protection. So let me conclude with some great and awesome news. Oh yeah, I'm going to be out early. (laughs) Let me conclude with some great and awesome news. Look at this conclusion, y'all. I want you to understand this. I've got some good news for you. Here's some good news. The good news is cousin Kevin, Tony, Danielle, are you ready for this? Oh, the good news is God says, watch this now. Here it is. God says you are already protected. Ah, the protection is already in your system. He says, the problem is, watch this. I remember when we moved, we moved into a house that had a security system already, but it wasn't activated. Uh, It's like moving into a new house that has cameras, it has keypads, it has locks, but it doesn't work because you haven't turned it on. And that's what worship is for. That's what coming to church is for. That's what Bible study is for. That's what Pastor Cherry is for. I came to turn it on. (laughs) You have to call in to activate it. Well, how do I activate my security? What is your security system called? Thief antithesis. That's what it is. I'm going to get a sign. Some t-shirts made for thief antithesis. You've got to call in to turn it on. So when the altar call comes, I make my call. I put my call in at the altar call and I say, God, turn it on. (laughs) When I come to worship and I lift my hands in praise, I say, God, (laughs) turn it on. Now, when I'm studying the word and listening, to the message, I say, God, turn it on. God says, I'm here to protect you, but you won't activate your relationship. You're not protected because you won't let me be Lord of your life. You're walking around unprotected. You're walking around unprotected. Oh God, you're unprotected. Your life is unprotected. You got the protection on you, but you won't activate it. This is the type of protection you're missing out on. Oh, watch this, Ben. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Isaiah 54 and 17. The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard of protection. Isaiah 59 and 19. I'm reading you protection that you need to activate. The Bible says in Psalm 27, when the wicked Even my enemies come upon me to eat up my flesh. The Bible said they stumble and they fail. Talking about protection, y'all. I'm talking about the thief antithesis. How about Psalm 41, 46 and 1? God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in the time of trouble. Oh, I feel it now. I feel it now. 
Tony. Here, this one says it all. I love this one. This is my mother's favorite scripture, but it's loaded with thief antithesis. I read it at her funeral because she wanted it read. It's Psalm 91. Put this on the screen so they can see the words of thief antithesis. He who dwells in the what? The shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my what? Refuge and my fortress. This is thief antithesis. My God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. What is this? This is thief antithesis. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness nor the plague that destroys at midday. At thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near unto you. Why? Because I'm protected. Why? Because I got thief antithesis. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make, there's the condition, the most high your dwelling, if you turn it on, if you activate it, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no Harm will be for you. I'm good dog it. Are you getting this? No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels <laughs> concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. The Bible says when you would go to hurt your toe, the angels will lift you up. And say, you protected. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Why? Because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. For every believer who loves him. For every believer who is protected. For every believer who says, I love you. For every believer who calls his name doing praise and worship for those who acknowledge his name for those who say I love him the Bible says I will protect him he will call upon me and I will answer him come on Jesus I will be with him in trouble I will deliver him and honor him with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation Woo! Listen to this, my people of God. I want you to see this powerful word that God says you are protected if you make me your dwelling place. If you make me your Lord, if you cry out that you love me, if you acknowledge my name in your marriage, in your job, in your career, in your finances, in your relationships, God says, I'll do 
anything to protect you. I'll do everything I can to make sure you don't get hurt. I will let you watch your enemy be destroyed. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Cat dog it. God says, I got you. I got your back. I'm better than the ring system. I'm better than 911. I ain't going to put you on hold. He says, when you call me, I'll answer you. When you're in trouble, I'll show up. I'll be the right hand on your right. I'll be an angel for you when you're in trouble. I'll be there like Daniel in the lion's den. When the lion should have ate you up, I'll close their mouth. When the fire should have burned up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, I'll shut it down. I'll walk in the fire myself and shut it down. When those waves are about to drown you, Peter, I'll say peace, be still. I'll calm the waves in your life. Do you want this kind of protection? Or do you want to live your life every day? I got this, I got this, I got this. Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. I'm encouraging you today to get protected. Get to know him. Get to know him again, people. That's all I'm saying. Come out of your room. Come out of your reclusiveness. Come out of your shadows. Well, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to study. I don't need to read. I'm telling you, the more you do that, the less you're protected. The only way I sleep at night with my kids out in the world is because I know I'm protected. And when I get in the word, I'm protecting them. When I'm faithful preaching, I'm protecting them. When I'm faithful studying and praying, I'm protecting them. When my wife is out and she's working or she's doing what she's doing, I know she's covered. It is upon me. To make sure I cover all of us with the blood of Jesus Christ. And I do not worry and I do not fear and I do not trip. Because I know they all walking around with thief antithesis. (laughs) So let him preserve your life. Stop letting the thief have his way or her way. God is our shepherd. Let him be just that. My question to you today is, are you? protected. I'm PC and that's all I got.